Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on today's news video, there's a major WWE injury scare. WWE's Ridge Holland deletes his Twitter account over injury criticisms. Orange Cassidy sets a staggering new record in All Elite Wrestling. And Cody Rhodes speaks on the daunting WWE schedule. I'm Michael Citrick from What Culture. I'm Michael Hamford from What Culture. And this is the news. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, a very um, sad injury to report um, endured by top star Bailey at a recent WWE house show, um, basically in the middle of a fatal fall way match also involving Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair and Asuka. There's a sequence where Charlotte Flair is about to do the flare flop on the outside. Bailey turns around. I don't know what happens next or rather what was supposed to happen next whether Bailey was supposed to, uh, sorry Asuka was to duck under Bailey's legs or sort of go into a submission move transition but what happens is that Bailey's trailing leg is caught and this is almost invariably the case in wrestling. It looks incredibly innocuous. I've seen like one million high spots, risky spots um, executed in such a way that looks nowhere near as innocuous as this and yet she has unfortunately suffered um, an undisclosed injury um, too and this is not great potentially the same knee that kept her out of action for a very very long time um, across 2021 yeah um, so yeah, not good at all. Bailey did, however, tweet in the aftermath that she'll be okay. Uh, we don't know whether that's mentally or physically. We're still awaiting updates on the severity of the injury. But this sucks. Bailey is an absolutely great person. Um, yeah, there's nothing else to say except we hope uh, uh, we hope that the recovery goes as smoothly as possible. Yeah. If in fact there's a major one to embark on. That's it. Yeah. I think she was moved to say something. There was a picture of her with the ice over the knee, wasn't there? Yeah. So, uh, there was Matt Kempkip as well. Who's yeah. uploaded that on Twitter. Yeah. We should shout him out. Well, because that video did the rounds to such an extent that she obviously was aware of the, yeah. the, like, the disco and viral and people's concern. Like, I mean, she's one of them wrestlers that I think you see Bailey trending or Bailey injury trending and straight away that video is getting shared. And it doesn't look great, but wrestling injuries, as you say, never do. Yeah. There's no drama about a wrestling injury. And that's one of the saddest yeah. things. Jessica, uh, Jessica Carr, sorry, threw up the X straight mm-hmm. away and she yeah. was tended to outside and um, assisted out of, the, uh, out of the arena. Yes, get well seen. Hopefully it is nothing as serious as it might at first look. But the injury bug is biting in WWE a little bit at the moment. Uh, there was a, an injury to, which again, I, we haven't got all the details on yet, f- to Elton Prince of Pretty Deadly, uh, following the Brawling Brutes Pretty Deadly uh, match on SmackDown. This created a bit of a kickoff after the fact, and uh, it moved Ridge Holland to have to delete his Twitter account. 
if you go back and watch the match, you'll see Elton Prince kind of falls awkwardly. He takes it, I would describe it as a Dolph Ziggler type bump off a spear, off a pounce from Rich yeah. Holland. There's a bit of a grab, kind of half pounce, half back body drop. But Elton Prince just throws his body into it and lands kind of awkwardly. There was speculation after the match about how exactly the injury took place. And uh, Ridge Holland was moved to tweet at the time. And this is a quote from the tweet before the account was deleted. So to set people straight before they get all pissy, it wasn't the belly to belly. It was a wonky landing from the pounce out of my control, wishing Elton Prince a speedy recovery. Now, obviously injuries happen. We've just talked about that. But what he is, of course, referencing here is the Big E yes. injury. This was a belly to belly injury, of course, from last year. Big E hasn't wrestled since and, you know, all power to him and hope he returns safely soon or indeed just continues enjoying his awesome life. But um, yeah, Ridge Holland felt the need to defend himself specifically yeah. over that spot and has then since deleted his Twitter account outright because of the response that tweet got over the weekend. Ah, it's just a bit sad, isn't it? Stuff in wrestling. Stuff happens. I don't... Stuff happens. There are people who are considered all-time greats who have um, injured wrestlers with more frequency um, than Ridge Holland. There's only two realistically um, that I can recall um, off the top of my head. Um, he's done the right thing, I guess, if not permanently to at least temporarily mm -hmm. um, delete his Twitter because no one needs that toxic energy in their lives. If I wasn't chronically addicted to that <laughs> app, I would do the exact same thing for my own well-being. Um, but I hope he realises that it usually is um, a really, really small vocal minority mm. yeah. of fans who just like to be arseholes online, presumably because their real lives aren't particularly um, rewarding. Yeah. It's always a small sample. Like, mine is not rewarding, and I'm still not a dick on Twitter, <laughs> so I don't even know what you're excuses to be perfectly honest leave Rich Holland just be nicer to wrestlers in general yeah. it's a ridiculous job they do yeah. uh, like, can you imagine bumping N not once literally not once and we watch this every day like we are sat in a wrestling studio okay and I don't want to be one of those never taking a bump on a goddamn life <laughs> I think we should critique it but at the same time like don't be a dick about it um, there's a carpeted floor here and people take suplexes on that what if I was just a suplexy right now it's always the bottom step for me you know like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to take a back bump off the bottom step and that wouldn't even account for the bottom turn buckle. Yeah, uh, absolutely different don't want to do anything um, about that. Um, but one person who's been doing a lot of bumping and a lot of successful title defences is Orange Cassidy, who, by virtue of defeating Lance Archer at Battle of the Belts on Saturday night, has defeated Jade Cargill's um, record, or rather beaten, that's the less weird way of saying it, beaten <laughs> Jade Cargill's record of successful title defences by now defending his international title for a record 26th time. Of course, it began life as the All-Atlantic title. That was incredibly strange. And then the <laughs> move to the international title with its weird WCW connotations. You don't want those in 1992. That's for goddamn sure. Um, I still liked it. What, the international title? No, WCW 1992. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I really liked it, but apparently it was terrible and it didn't draw much. I just had a lot, I had a lot of fun watching War WCW games, Nice color of ropes. Uh, going for it. Yeah, yeah, loads. Stunning Steve Austin. Yeah. There's absolutely loads going for it. Yeah, pretty blue mats. Vader versus Sting. Oh, yeah. In 1992, WCW was good. They were really cooking there. They were cooking. They were really cooking. And Cassidy's, Cassidy's cooking as well. This is one of the best babyface um, reigns of my lifetime. It proves it can be done, um, which is good news for when WWE eventually straps up Cody. I think the initial excuse was, remember, uh, what would you do next? 
something like this. Yeah. <laughs> something akin to this. Something akin to this really great Orange Cassidy storyline in which he is slowly but surely, very steadily um, breaking down. He's got that worked arm injury. He's got kinesio tape all over him. And it's so fantastic because when he eventually does lose that title and it doesn't seem to be anytime soon, he can sort of do a next phase of this very sports-oriented storytelling, which is great that Orange Cassidy is the guy to be doing yeah. this because he just beats he just bats away that um criticism of his with just a nice sort of it's not even mean spirited hmm. but just a very sort of no i know what i'm doing it's, I will do the sports stuff, even though you think I'm the um, the irony shindy joke. Um, I've absolutely loved this title reign. There have been certain recent weeks where I feel like you could maybe, you know, not do as many tags or whatever, but the guy, and again, this is a batting away of another criticism, is an absolutely massive quarter hour draw by, you know, AEW standards. And that's why he's on TV. That's why he's doing all these title defenses. And long may it continue. Is there anyone, Hamlet, that you would like to see put an end to this reign of wonder well no and that's sort of the credit there yeah. the big picture is easy in wrestling yeah put a title on a guy have them win over and over and again and push them but it's the final it's the bob holly yeah <laughs> Been over orange cassidy's orange best Cassidy's. his best punchline yet is he's doing that um bob holly run he's, he's actually done it why don't you give me the belt oh, and then what bob i'll beat everybody <laughs> The finer details are great. It's Orange Cassidy's yeah. intramatch stuff that's making it as magic as it is. We were the present for the Battle Royal conclusion. It's like Undertaker Shawn Michaels level end of a Battle Royal. Oh my God. Him and Swerve that led to a match that was this. almost as good. Um, again, like the joke will never get old. The, the Buddy Cass Matthews one for me. Uh, the, I think it was the second Jay Lethal one, but the fact I'm Let us know in the comments your favourite OC title defence. Yeah, and. Buddy uh, Matthews, be on the right side of history. Ring a bell, which is what people ask to do on YouTube. I don't even know, but I'd do that if that's what you're supposed to do. I love it. I absolutely love the ring to the point where, like, it's only when you get another sort of cycle through that I start to see a challenger. It certainly wasn't Lance Archer at the weekend, as much as I like it. Yeah. I'm not yet seeing somebody to take it off him, so don't rush to do it, I don't think. I kind of feel that way about Gunther and WWE as well. Yeah. For me, it would be Jay White. Yeah. Just because the guy's absolutely phenomenal. It's, phenomenal professional wrestler is Jay White. He's continuing to argue his case on Saturdays, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Saturday. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, also arguing his case uh, every goddamn night on a road out there is uh, is Cody Rhodes right now, uh, making towns, making all of them, even working like the SmackDown dark matches when he's obviously booked as a Raw talent. And he was speaking to ESPN Radio's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max show. I wish we had names as cool as that. The Daddy Boys doesn't roll off quite as yeah. well. Um, he uh, he did a long form interview, but it's the roller coaster. You know, he's the best at this. Uh, it's a bit of reading here. He says, "Quote: The schedule can be very daunting. It's a gig that you have to really, really love, and your family too. If you're someone like me." who has a wife and my daughter, uh, they love. Everyone has to know about the passion and the sacrifice. I'm very lucky in the sense that I have my own tour bus and that's where I'm comfortably at right now. I'm lucky because after 10 years of driving all over the roads with four wrestlers in the car screaming at each other trying to get food at two in the morning, I'm lucky to be in this position. It's tough, but I'll say this, the trade-off of what we do is so worth it. WWE, every city lately is just sell-out after sell-out after sell-out. What's the... What's, the, what's causing all this? What's causing, what's causing all, all this? I love him <laughs> he so He knows what much. he's doing. Uh, which is always popular, but right now it's on a different level. So that's the trade-off. Tonight, I could be as tired and grumpy as possible. My body might be a little banged up. Brock Lesnar threw me around last week. But, like, you walk out in front of these crowds, crowds and you can be rejuvenated. It's, uh, it's amazing. And I'm more like Dusty Rhodes. Only order a dust trail with a bull rope match. Yeah, I love Cody so much. He, says it's, he it. says it's a great trade off. And he would say that, wouldn't he? Would he? Say he would say that. He loves it, man. It's absolutely great. I love Cody Rhodes. I think he's one of the best wrestlers of his generation. Like, my thing about Cody Rhodes, right? And this is the nice thing I say before I have a little, you know, a little, little tiny joke, a little point to make is that. Every wrestler, the big cliche is they want to leave this industry better than they found it. I don't think there's a single person, you know, with the exception, obviously, of the the Bucks and Omega, who've really done that. Mm. And at least with uh, Cody as well, it's like, I started this work, this job, this job that I'm so grateful to have, so privileged to have in 2016. And the only bad thing about us was... Oh, wrestling kind of sucks right now. <laughs> I love New Japan, but you know, the rest of the scene just isn't particularly great. And Cody just decided, you know why it isn't? Why can't someone do something about mm-hmm. this? Like, eventually. Yeah. And he did it. Him, Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, John Moxley and Chris Jericho. And now Cody has genuinely made WWE hot. Yeah. I just didn't think that was ever going to happen from 2016 onwards. Particularly in 2019, it was just absolutely drab. So Cody Rhodes has embodied for me that wrestler cliche of leave the business better than you found it. Because between AEW and this WWE resurgence, I mean, the guy's just absolutely fantastic. I do love how he would... The schedule for AEW was the biggest selling point. Yeah, that schedule sucked in WWE. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least he said it there with like the guys in the cars and he's got his boss and everything now. But I just love how he can just say anything. That's even what if it's he not, just frames it differently. Even if it's not necessarily consistent, he can just say anything and just get over as the megastar that he is. Um, I can't wait for WrestleMania 40 because if anyone deserves that title, it's Cody Rhodes. It's got to be him, isn't it? The Codyverse wasn't like a six-month AEW run. It's been a 39-year life. Yeah. And it's been led by Cody Rhodes. And he's been, uh, what a life. Long way it continues. Should we do some questions? 
Okay, ask, ask away. We've got some questions. Thank you very much to our friends in the YouTube community today, where we've gone to for the questions. Um, so if they're really awful and abusive, blame them as well. Um, but these are the nice ones. Sidric, a nice one for you to start these off. Uh, what do you guys think will be the main events for All in London and All Out Chicago, oh. considering they're a week apart? One of them surely has to be Punk versus MJF. That's from at William Sanders 4799. Yeah, we've been talking about this quite a lot in the office. Seven days apart. Do you do two title matches? Do you do the old New Japan Road 2 deal on one night and then looking tricky in it it's a tricky proposition i don't envy tony khan and the thing is as well like all out is a labor day weekend tradition mm -hmm. and i suspect that all in is happening not because they've got this incredibly intricate master plan of this really unique way of approaching two major shows um like one shortly following the other it's a logistics thing it's a schedule thing so they're gonna have to obviously book around that um i've I'd like. I'd love to see um, CM Punk and Kenny Omega personally. So, um, uh, I just. I don't know if it makes storyline sense. I don't know how you can get someone to do a massive grudge program, the biggest in wrestling right now, quite frankly. Um, Punk and Omega. What a number one contenders match that is at Wembley, by the way. Well, I always forget what's <laughs> first and what's second. All in first at Wembley. We'll do that for the number one contender. So you can tee up for the bail, and MJF fights the winner. And then MJF, like the. They're very, he's very traditional Tony Khan. He will never not have a massive show with a world title match mm -hmm. on it. Um, so maybe you could have MGF versus, I, a lot of people have said this, but Sting. Yeah. But Sting himself said he doesn't want to retire, so I think he's put the skids on that. Look, I don't know. I don't envy, especially when I've been put on the spot. Um, <laughs> Tony Khan to like book like two massive cards and not feel the contrivance at some point. Yeah. Where if you know, if a match happens, for example, at All In, you kind of know what's going to happen mm. in All Out, realistically. Yes, yeah. or I'm, I'm assuming it'll be easy for those dominoes to fall mm. and you're in the risk of it being predictable. But just for my own self-involved -in uh, interests, I want Kenny Omega versus CM Punk at Wembley Stadium 1 because I'm going to. It's the biggest match AEW could possibly do. Why not, put, why not promote it in the biggest setting? I know there are very big political um, hurdles to navigate there, but navigate them. It's wrestling. I want to see it. One of the biggest crowds ever as well. It would warrant it, wouldn't it? You know, it, feels like it might be stage. the biggest paid ever, but you're not allowed to say that. Yeah, you can't say that, can you? Not allowed. Next question, Sage, comes from uh, Jothulu, um, and it's a Monday, right? So a lot of people yesterday would have been suffering from the Sunday scaries. And uh, Sage, what is the scariest gimmick in all of wrestling? Well, it ain't The Fiend. It's never been The Fiend, has it, ever? <sighs> I'm it trying to think of times when I've been legitimately scared as, like, a grown-up. And it's mainly, like... Moves. Moves, yeah. Uh, it's mainly like, realistically, the scariest gimmick might be uh, people are going, Undertaker. <laughs> it, might be the, it might be the cleaner Kenny Omega. Like, some of the stuff I've watched him do, is particularly um, in the New Japan arena, is just absolutely like, it puts my heart in my mouth. Like, that DDT on the ring post to Naito in that G1 final, oh, yeah. uh, 2017. Uh -huh. um, the the way he set up for the Avalanche Kreutz Wrath against Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom earlier this year, knowing that Omega, because he's such a goddamn genius, has like top rope, top turnbuckle law from that one um, dragon suplex to Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 17. Mm -hmm. Like legitimately, like you can have a great aesthetic. I, I love the House of Black's aesthetic. I don't really consider them scary. Like they looked a little bit, they looked very intimidating, particularly when they had that black metal mayhem. Yeah, um, I think it was that All Out last year. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not actually scared by wrestling. I don't think it's a genre. It's got the ability to sort of elicit fear, at least for me anyway. Genuinely, the most times I'm scared 
like watching wrestling is when Kenny Omega is about to do something absolutely unhinged and he himself said in an interview with I think it was Sports Illustrated this one or he's done a couple so apologies if I've got that outlet wrong but he said I want people to say oh my god get the gurney no no get the airlift this guy's <laughs> dead and he certainly conjures that feeling within me you know like when you're watching wrestling, it's so knowingly pantomime. I'm the same as you. I find it hard to get scared of yeah. even the scary characters. But every now and then, the best rest, like the wrestlers who were best at performing reality-based things, give me that feeling of fear like I would get in a jump scare in a film. And Eddie Kingston's done that twice in AEW. One time was halfway through the CM Punk promo where he just became yeah. unhinged and like there's that I compared it to you as like a reminds me of Bob from Twin Peaks when he's like lo- like leeching he's out he's got his tongue out yeah, as well tongue no, out that's great show. and when uh, John Moxley name checked Ruthie and Eddie Kingston like I felt a jolt of like oh my god what's he done he and looked he right like he looked when he said Ruthie like you had to swear and like turn his back on Moxley with the implication being that if I don't like stand behind him and just look at the hard camera. I will knock him out right now. Yeah, as a shoot. I I think that's, that's a great show. Like as well. You're looking for something reality because the phony stuff yeah. feels too phony, doesn't it? Sorry. Right. Last but not least, uh, and then we'll, we'll get out here on this Monday. Uh, one from uh, Chaz Dutch 2072. I'll answer this first on behalf of both of us. Maybe Chaz simply asks, "Are your fathers proud of you?" Of course they're not. Look at what we're doing for a living. <laughs> they are actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I do catch my uh, dad on his YouTube searches, searching my daddy boys, but they'll never put us in the title, so they'll never find us that way. My mum will say to like anyone who'll listen to her, you know, he's, he's an author, you know. <laughs> and then like the people who she tells us to just look at us like I'm the biggest nerd, the most pretentious nerd, and guess what? They are not incorrect. Uh, thank you for joining us all this way deep into today's news video. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I think that is what YouTubers say. Mm-hmm. And ring the bell, click the button, do whatever. Please let us know your favourite Orange Cassidy title defence. I'd like to get some objective... There's a video here, isn't there, in between us? At this I'm, not, I'm not going to that part yet. Right, okay. I want to know the um, objective uh, oh. data. Objective data on the Orange Cassidy title defence. That's our bit of engagement for today. Do you want to do the video bit? There's a video here. See you soon. Yeah, watch it. Bye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.